2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
1: First and pod, hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filipone. We got another all-time classic, and yet again, the Bills can't get by the Chiefs in the postseason.
2: Yeah, he didn't even mention Kelsey with his shirt off going into the stands. I mean, I want to know how many beers it takes that guy to get drunk. It's got to be upwards of 20. I mean, he's taken shots out of bowling ball holes in the parking lots before the games. What a man of the people. He's going to get a huge TV job and make a ton of money this uh, this upcoming season because he's just very popular and very likable. Uh, Danny, the, the bass is going to get the Scott Norwood treatment, I think, but... You said Josh Allen had a fantastic game. I disagree. I thought he was Superman for about three and a half quarters. I thought he was, on that last drive, multiple times tried to give the game away. And at the end, he did. I mean, the fumble play that you mentioned, if Kincaid doesn't make a great play and then the offensive lineman doesn't fall on it, he gets blamed for it. He, he becomes the culprit there for, for not holding on to the ball. And then second and third down before the kicks, he's got digs on second down for a first down, but he reverts back to Allen in Miami from week 18, where all he wants to do is score a touchdown. He won't take a profit. He's got to make the big play and try to win the game outright. And he gets hit. He holds onto the ball too long. It's incomplete. And then on third down, there's multiple guys in the middle of the field for reasonable gains to shut up, to set up a much easier field goal. Or there's a catch and run and you just get the first down. So I mean that that has to factor in I I critique quarterbacks especially the elite the the cream of the crop on how they perform at the end of games and this was not like the game 2 years ago where he just didn't get the ball last
1: no that that also- is definitely true that is that that is definitely true i mean Overall, that was a great performance by him. He he made he made mistakes at the absolute very end of the game, and then the kicker missed the kick. I I'm with you. I won't I won't grade him an A plus. I I'm not going to disagree with anything you said there. He got outplayed by Mahomes, and Mahomes uh, is
2: better, right? And and the and the interesting part of this game for me is that both teams made blunders and mistakes that if either team had lost. They'd be sick about the entire offseason. It was a, the the game was more entered. The game for three quarters was more entertaining than the playoff game two years ago. That was just an incredible fourth quarter where 28 points got scored and it was high drama into overtime and the end of the game sequences were just off the charts. This game, Romo for is, you know, for as much as the guy struggles to get sentences out sometimes he was clairvoyant he oddly said after 3 quarters i think defenses are going to start to make stops and plays in this game and he was effing right man with no, with no evidence up to that point to base <laughs> that on and he was right
1: the the chiefs defense in particular i didn't think had any answer for allen and and their yeah. run game, what? And their run game. Yes, and and the, I mean the the first touchdown drive for Buffalo was nine running plays against two passing plays. Mm-hmm. Like, we've been talking about that all year with Buffalo that they have no balance. Now we but all it most- flipped when Brady got
2: hired or got promoted, and yep, uh, Dorsey got fired. They became the, the 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 most run heavy team in the entire NFL.
1: Well, and and we always were saying in the back of our, you know, the, the back pocket for them is in the postseason, Allen runs more. So it always get, but it still is so hyper dependent on, on him. Uh what was going on with Stefan Diggs? Well, this, a, is no this is not a one-week thing. This is not a one-week thing.
2: This has been, and he dropped that long pass. Uh, this has been an ongoing thing. This is now him getting kind of phased out of the offense. I bet there's going to be a tweet or an Instagram post or something. I think he's going to do what a lot of these guys do, and that's like unfriend all of the Bills, social media, and players. And I think he's going to be on another team next year.
1: Three catches uh, for 21 yards on eight targets.
2: He For the first eight or nine games of the year, he was probably a first or second team All-Pro. And he didn't even make the Pro Bowl – because he was really just completely taken out of there. I don't think he had a hundred yard game in their last 10 games or something like that. He had 21 receiving yards uh, in this game. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's that connection, which was so electric the last few years was non-existent in the second half of the season, but they were winning games. So it kind of got, you know, they, they paper machete over that for a while, Danny, but now that the season's over, you do the autopsy on it. It's like, How did Allen and Diggs not form a more productive
1: pair for this team this season? Which play was more mind-boggling? And I know that the fake punt will linger longer because Buffalo loses, to to your point from earlier. But that is a high-level mistake-free game, like you say, for basically three quarters. Crazy, reckless fake punt to DeMar Hamlin, crazy give to McCole Hardman when, like I said earlier, Pacheco had been dominant and Hardman fumbled in the first quarter on basically the exact same play. The misconnection on the deep ball for Buffalo and then the Josh Allen fumble where the Chiefs don't fall on it. It was like whoever wanted to win the game less and I have no idea why they gave the ball to Hardman at the two yard line. Like that felt like Andy Reed's smugness, like I'm gonna let him rectify his mistake from earlier in the game, instead of just running up the A gap with Pacheco one or two yeah, times. I thought it was I thought game.
2: it was coaching hubris. I thought it was a lot like
1: I thought it was a lot
2: like the Russell Wilson uh Malcolm Butler interception in the Super Bowl. I thought it was shades of that, obviously not the same stage and not. At the end of the game, but you know the same, uh, uh, the, the same reasoning or logic going into a decision that made no sense. They got they got away with a lot. I mean, they Mahomes missed two throws in the first half that to Kelsey and then Marquez Valdez Scantling that should have been touchdowns on both, and they settled for a field goal. They lose the game. You come back and you look at that possession where they only got
1: three points. How about MVS um, though with two downfield catches without those being drops? That was yes. shocking. That was and, a throwback game. He hasn't done that all year. He looked like Packers MVS. And all and all it took was multiple injuries to Bills linebackers for Travis Kelsey to go into the time machine, man. I mean, six targets, five catches, 75 yards, two touchdowns. He was the best skill position player on the field for either team. Consistently. I would probably agree with that.
2: You know, my mind right now is on what happens with Buffalo because they got hot at the end, at the end of the year and they didn't look after the Dallas game that they blew out uh, the Cowboys and completely shellacked them. You know, it was not a pretty win against the Chargers on the road. It was a close game against new England at home. They won with reckless play and carelessness against Miami in Week 18. Allen was tremendous against the Steelers. They went up three touchdowns, but they let the Steelers back into the game, and it was a one-score game in the fourth quarter. So at the end of the day, they ended up underachieving again this year. This is now three straight years they've gone out in the divisional round of the playoffs. So –
1: this time as a favorite at home.
2: This time as a favorite at home. They've got Mahomes and the Chiefs right where they want them. It's an imperfect Kansas City year or Kansas City team. Mahomes throws what 14, 15 interceptions. Kelsey looks like he's shot. I mean, you've got some things absolutely working in your favor. You lose the game. I mean, I already mentioned Diggs is probably going to be out. You gotta you gotta think long and hard about firing McDermott.
0: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
2: I think the same conversations that went on in Philadelphia and Dallas have to go on in Buffalo now, Danny.
1: I agree. I mean, it all depends on who they can get, like this late in the cycle. But if someone wants to come, no coach, one's hired anybody yet. I mean, people. No, I know. With Harbaugh's done multiple interviews, Belichick's done multiple interviews, like. It, and they would stop everything that they've done to this point and tell those teams screw off to go interview for the Bills job. I they would. I, I agree. I agree. I'd have no problem firing McDermott to hire Ben Johnson uh, or Jim Harbaugh. I, I I agree completely. I think I think that that would make a ton of sense. And I think that, that even would Belichick work.
2: would be an upgrade. And 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 people that watch our podcast or listen to it know that the two of us have soured on Bill and don't think as highly of him as a lot of the national media people do, but he's still a better coach than Sean McDermott. I'm convinced of that. He would he would win there more.
1: I I think the uh, a conversation that's going to come out of this game that I find uninteresting, given how many times we've had the conversation. Oh, it's the fumble rule thing? I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, You're I right. mean, this game was too good for that, frankly. Like, this isn't the pass interference reviewable after the Saints game and the NFC Championship game, which was a gross overreaction. Like, We've seen it so many times. People have made the same argument so many times. I don't think they're going to change the rule because of this. Just I'll give you my 30-second thing on it. Uh, I agree that it's a bad rule. I don't think that the defense should get the ball when they don't actually recover the fumble. But so many things are skewed to the offense that I don't really have a problem with something being skewed irrationally towards the defense because basically nothing is. I would split the apple. Reverse touchback. Off. If the fumble goes out the end zone, but the defense doesn't recover it, then go to the next down. Offense has the ball at the 20-yard line. So if it was second and goal from the two and you fumble out the back of the end zone, now it is third and goal from the 20. So then you can either kick a field goal, play for field position, try to force it into the end zone, whatever you need to do. Uh, So I don't think it should have to cost you possession. I think it should cost you 20 yards if you fumble out the end zone. That that'd be how I would improve the rule. I'm fine with w- where it is right. Now. The reason
2: why it became a talking point for the ten minutes on social media that it was a thing that was stuck in everybody's craw was because we've seen the NFL make radical changes based on how teams lose playoff games. Whether it's the not getting the ball in overtime, you know, Chiefs and Patriots in the AFC Championship game. Chiefs and Bills in the divisional round the the next year, Uh, what you mentioned with the Saints and and Rams. So that's how these things typically get adjudicated by the league. So that's why you've got people in in the moment saying, we're not going to see this rule again, because there's going to be when they all get together at the owners meeting, some knee-jerk reaction to what happened in a hugely important playoff game.
1: Six straight AFC Championship game appearances for Mahomes, Reed, and Kelsey. Patrick Mahomes has never lost in the divisional round of the playoffs. It's just, it is beyond comprehension. You know, I know I, you probably
2: don't want to go down this path, but I feel like you are tempted to say you already
1: think he's better than Brady. It, you know me, man. I I judge things more by eye test than your than your trophy case than basically everybody in the media.
2: Okay, and so say he, it.
1: He is better than Brady. He is a better football player. Hilarious. He, is, he 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 is a better quarterback. He is better at quarterbacking football games than any player in the history of the sport. Brady's more accomplished. Brady's won more. Brady has the best trophy case, but the best quarterback i've ever seen is patrick mahomes he just is eye test it is a pure eye test argument i don't know what to tell you man have you seen yeah, the he line passed title? that he, he passed that eye test this year having the best completion percentage of his career when his receivers led the league in drops yeah he passed it okay. if this is a down year for mahomes when he had nothing around him and Kelsey was a corpse for 85% of the year and he's in the AFC championship game again. As a three and a half point road dog to Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, by the way. Yeah, he passed the test, man. If this is a this is a down year for him and he's in the AFC championship. You didn't answer the
2: Bills question, by the way. Would you fire McDermott? I said I would
1: fire him for Harbaugh or Ben Johnson.
2: Okay. So it's got to be
1: an I would not. I would not fire him for Belichick. Okay. Just too little of an upgrade, still a defensive coach, uh, upset the apple cart too much. Although it would be, I told you three weeks ago or four weeks ago that that was the, the sneaky, really fun team. Give him the best team in the AFC. Well, why would that
2: upset the apple cart so much? You've hit your head on this ceiling three years in a row. Who cares if you upset the apple cart? What do you you have to lose by making that change? you lose in the wild card round next year? No, I mean, that's
1: true. I guess I just mean, like, if I was going to make a change from a defensive head coach, I would go with uh, an an offensive guy to try to, like, not that they need to be that much better, but too many reckless turnovers. Like, Josh Allen, he is as talented of a thrower as basically anyone in the league. He's just a little too reckless. And you combine it with the running, I mean... His talent level, I've said it all year, like his best can be best, but it isn't because he shoots himself in the foot too many times. So if you've got an offensive coach to corral that in, you know, I think that there's a 50, uh, a 5,000 yard, 50 touchdown season in there for him, but he just makes too many uh, careless turnovers. So I would always hire an offense. I wouldn't go defensive coach to defensive coach is basically my point.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,